Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Empower Her Money. I'm your host, Angela Duncan. I am a money coach. I help female entrepreneurs master her money. Every episode, I love interviewing new, exciting women that will provide business tips that you can implement into your business right away. And today, I have Lisa Harvey with us. Thank you for joining. Hi, thank you very much, Angela. It's a pleasure to be here and share awesome. with your audience. Awesome, awesome. So you have done, you've worn many hats, I will say, um, and have had, you know, a tremendous career as well. Um, talk a little bit about your journey, you know, kind of where you started and where you are at today. Okay. Uh, well, actually, my journey started with knowing that I didn't want to be completely in the stock market. So I knew I had to get into something alternative for me that was real estate. And that ended up being a lot of research on the self-directed IRA and what I could do there and then figuring out how to do that. My original strategy probably was the buy and hold, right? I bought a, 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 a small portfolio of, of single family rentals and thought I was the, you know, all the bell, all the, uh, the belt, the ball. Um, it was awesome. But eventually I maxed out. And so I realized there had to be something more. That's when I turned to multifamily because there's a little more bang for your buck. You're, you're leveraging a lot of tenants, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just re relying on one. You can rely on 30 or more, right? And there's property manager in, in place. There's a whole bunch of advantages to doing multifamily. From there, I ended up going into business buying because that's even a better well, maybe not better, but there's another uh, way of making money and getting cash flow, and that is to buy businesses. So that's awesome. where I'm at right now. Good, good. The the business buying is very interesting to me because I think you know, as um, like the news will tell us, you've got a lot of baby boomers that are starting to retire, and their children oftentimes don't want to take over the business, and so they're trying to figure out an exit plan to be able to get out of the business. So talk a little bit if someone wanted to kind of go down that route and look to buy a business instead of starting it from scratch, kind of what does your process look like or what kind of recommendations could you give somebody? For starters, I've started a business and, I've, and I'm in the process of buying business. And by far, buying a business is going to be a little bit more advantageous. You're going to have somebody else do the startup stuff and then you're going to be able to buy a cash flow, right? The things that you're going to be looking for is something, and, and, and here's the difference between real estate and business buying. I'll stop talking with my hands. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, is, in, in real estate, you're looking for a distressed property that you can turn around. Right, right in business buying, you're looking for a distressed owner, but a very good business that you are going to, that's already, it's got already the systems, it's cash flowing, it's good. You just have a distressed owner. And like you referred to earlier, in this day and age, we have a whole bunch of people that would like to retire, but not necessarily their kids want to take over the business. So what do they do? And in some, I'm learning that in some instances, it's even costing them a lot to just shut that down. It would cost them money rather than just, you know, nothing, right? So they are distressed owners from the standpoint of they want out, they've done their business, they they need a help, but they don't really know where to turn. Yeah. like me and a lot of other people come in into play at that point. What, we're, what I'm looking for is the cash flow. What I'm looking for is processes and systems that are in place. And what I'm looking for is yeah. um, management that's in place. There's two kinds of investments. When you buy a business, you can be an investor operator where you buy the business, you want to operate it. And that's perfectly fine. 
-hmm. or you want to be an owner investor. Did I say that right? Owner investor, where you just purely want to own it and kind of be uh, responsible for big strategy. Like, what are we doing? How are we checking in with management? That kind of thing. Both are applicable. It just depends on where you are and what you what your goals are. Yeah, I like that because you can kind of think about the absentee business too. So if you're looking to have additional income, um, purchasing a business that's already established is running itself essentially with the management in place. And then you're just, you're helping the seller out, really. You're helping them to get to their next chapter while providing income too. Um, Do you ever do any type of creative financing as far as like when you're buying the business? Because not everyone can go into a business with like a million dollars, like say, or go get a loan. What what do you do in that kind of instance to make it a win-win? There are definitely some very creative strategies. Um, One particular can work very, very well. It is, um, we, most of us know about seller finance in properties. You could also do seller finance with a business. I mean, because think about it. If you're selling a business, when you sell that business and you get all the money at one time, you're going to get hit with a huge tax bill. Right. So you're not going to get all that the money. But if you were willing to seller finance, and sometimes you're even willing to seller finance the whole thing, so it can act like a long-term plan, a 10 to 15 year plan where you're going to be guaranteed retirement income. And it, it's it's the best of both worlds because it's a fast close. You don't have to do as much due diligence. Um, the seller gets to keep more of their money because they only get a little bit of it each year, whatever the value is. Um, so in the long haul, say that say they're going to get five million, they're going to keep more of that five million over the of the long distance of ten to fifteen years. And if I gave you a check for five million today, you're going to end up writing a check for probably two and a half million, right? I mean, right. So it, it, or something like that. So in the long run, it is more advantageous. Plus, there's a sense of security. It acts like a retirement vehicle, right. financial vehicle, um, somewhat like an annuity type thing. Um, and that can be very, very helpful to, to, um, to a business owner. Yeah. Like, that's great. Very bit beneficial for this, for the buyer. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to come up with the cash up front. You don't have exactly. to worry about the investors go getting a loan, you know, yeah. um, statistically speaking, SBA turns down more than half of the applicants that come through. So having seller financing is definitely a win-win and, and kind of teaching the seller too, right? This exactly. is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to go into it. Talk to your CPA, but here's the tax advantages for you. And now you have income and you can go do whatever, you know, golf, fish, vacation, whatever. And then they're invested in the business still with you to send referrals because they're wanting to see that the business still succeeds past them being there. So that's awesome too. Um Talk a little bit about, um, I know you also do real estate investing, which um, I do as well. What are you focused on right now in this market? To be honest, I am really leveraging the multifamily aspect. I mean, I know that there's, um, for me, my long-term holds, I'm kind of slowly selling and turning them into multifamily. That's my strategy at this point. I know that there's a huge amount of interest in the short-term, the mid-term, um, I just haven't investigated it enough. And there's a lot of uh, compliance rules. Different communities have different rules and stuff. So I just haven't gone down that path. But a lot of, there is still a, a huge, a huge demand for that. I've just opted for the long, long-term long multifamily assets. Yeah. And I agree with you there. You know, it used to be the American dream that everyone wanted to, you know, buy a house and live in a home someday. But I think with the generations behind us, 
they like to be a little bit more mobile. So we're seeing a lot more renters, which is nice because, you know, us owning multifamily is great for us, but also they have the ability to move city to city. They can work from home, they can travel. And I'm, I'm noticing that a lot more of the younger generation is becoming renters, which is okay. You know, sometimes that fits better in their budget. So I do, I agree with you that multifamily, you know, it's going to be a, a pretty safe place for the long term, even with interest rates where they're at. It's there's still opportunities out there. The nice thing about uh, real estate is that wherever your interests lie, you're going to be able to find a way to capitalize on that because the short term, midterm rentals are are still are, are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, Long term multifamily are here to stay. <laughs> And what I find interesting is that I read a statistic the other day, and I don't know where it was, but it's not just the younger generation. There's a lot of baby boomers who want to have the freedom to go where they want to go as well. We yeah. are, by and large, I, you know, we are in that realm of, I want to buy, I want to buy, but there's more, a growing trend of, I want to buy a house, but then I'm going to travel everywhere else. Rather, it used to be the two homes. Now it's, I'm going to have a home, a home base, but now it's going to be, I want to go to Florida for four months. I can't, I can get an Airbnb or I can do a long-term rental or something like that. So there's still a need for all of those. Yeah. And I've seen websites where you can even swap houses. So say you want to go live in New York for six months and someone wants to come live in Florida for six months, we can swap and, you know, at no car, you know, no cost to either one of us, we're just going to swap and hopefully take care of each other's houses in, the, in that time period too. Um, you have just a wealth of information. So I, I love hearing, you know, your take on the business buying and the investing and the multifamily. Uh, I do have a fun question for you. So if you could have a super talent or superpower, what would it be? And why, why would you pick that? A superpower, uh, a superpower. Well, a superpower, I feel like I do have. Let's, I'm turning your question on you because I'm not being creative here. The skill that I would say everybody needs to work on is resilience, right? Is being able to bounce back, is being able to pivot on a dime, being able to think on your feet and think. And the question that comes to mind is, what does this make possible now that this has happened? Or what has to be true for me to still do what I wanted to do? Like you come into an obstacle, it's like, okay what has to be true for me to still be able to do what I wanted to do and be able to move forward? Or what does this make possible that I wouldn't have seen beforehand? So I would say it's going to be about around resilience, bouncing back. That's probably one of my major skills that I think I need. I think I encourage everyone to somehow continue to work on. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a necessary skill, especially in the business world. <laughs> Completely. Awesome. Awesome. Lisa, if our audience wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to reach out to you? Oh, you can reach me at um, LinkedIn. You can do Lisa Harvey. I think Lisa Harvey one is my number, or you can do Instagram, Lisa Diane Harvey. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate your time today, Lisa. That concludes another episode of Empower Her Money. I'm Angela Duncan, and hopefully you found some useful tips that you can take back and use in your business immediately. Thank you again, Lisa. Thank you, Angela. Thank you.